Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. Thanks for tuning in today. So we have a very special event that we kind of wanted to recap. An event that seems to happen annually. Actually, tri-annually, if not bi-annually, which is kind of cool. And what we're talking about is your guys' Con Ed courses. Yeah. For those that don't know, Con Ed or continuing education is something that we as PTs and PTAs have to do for our licensure. Yeah. And um, every couple of years we have to have so many hours of Con Ed. The cool part is that at Oxford, we go way above and beyond like the minimum requirement. So two to three times a year. I say two or three because it kind of depends on how the courses fall. Okay. But we close the clinics down. We all get together. We bring in a high caliber speaker Mm -hmm. and we'll get together for a day and a half, usually Friday night, Saturday. It's a really good rocking time, Allie. (laughs) And we go over continuing education techniques. But if you... um, if you look at that, the amount of continuing education we're doing internally, okay, and then our PTs can do external continuing education too. They get a bank of dollars for that. The average PT in our system is getting about three to five times the minimum requirement. Oh no way! Of someone who would just be doing the minimum of what they need to fulfill their license, right? So we really do have, when we say, you know, the most highly skilled and trained <laughs> staff. We can back it up because yeah. our folks are out there putting the hours in. And right. I'm super, super thankful to all of our staff that gave of their time this weekend yeah. to learn and get better. And, um, you know, it was great. Um, really a nice welcoming back from COVID because right. we had to kind of suspend this in-person. Yeah, yeah, the in-person con ed. So um, it was so great to see everyone together again and be able to – we had some – different rules in place with COVID mask and um, we kept same lab groups and things like that. But largely, um, you know, we were together again and we were, you know, learning and practicing getting better, which is really, really cool. And I heard so much great feedback. So I do work at Oxford, but I do not join you guys for these con ed courses. So this is all kind of new information for me as well. I feel like every episode I might say that, but. Well, that's um, okay. You know, you're non-clinical, so that's, that's cool. You don't have to do the the clinical con ed stuff. So. But this is something that you guys take on Fridays and Saturdays, like you mentioned. So after hours, they work a full day of work and then they go, all of you, I say they, but you're included. You go to um, con ed after work on a Friday night and then Saturday morning, most of the day. Yep. And I think that's just something to stress about because like some people think like, oh, they take a day off of work just to learn something that they already know. But you guys are actually expanding your knowledge and taking time out of your weekend. Yeah. And I think it's uh, really speaks to the commitment of our staff. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do want to have every possible opportunity and technique to help their patients get better. Right. Um, their commitment and, and how much they want to help people is just really, really cool. Yeah, really and they admirable. all had such a great time. I've only heard, you know, from our staff that they had so much fun, not only just seeing each other, but like learning what was the topic. So why don't you tell me what you guys learn? Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, this uh, course that we just did this last weekend is the first in a series that we're doing 
um, this year. And uh, we plan to have the speaker on to talk about the series a little more in depth. His name is Matt Lee. Another Matt. Yeah, that's I right. I think you have like an affinity for something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think people named Matt are Might super intelligent <laughs> and the cream rises to the top, Allie. So no, just kidding. But um, so being that this was a series, uh, we kind of broke it into two parts. So the first part was all cervical, like neck, head and mm-hmm. shoulder arm issues and mid-back, so we call it your thoracic spine. So but cut the body like, right in half yep, and everything above that half. It's like the old <laughs> magician with the box. We oh. just cut them in half. and <laughs> You're not we, selling anybody in half. <laughs> no, we are getting close to Halloween, but we don't do oh. those magic tricks. But um, This so, might come out after Halloween. That's right. <laughs> so in December, then, we'll do the lower half. We'll do the lumbar spine or low back, the hip, and the leg. You guys so. are just constantly learning the you know most recent studies that there are to keep you guys on par if not above par yeah therapy and I think the cool part was that even though um, you know some of our clinicians maybe this was like certain techniques were review certain techniques were new but calibration is really important so just learning the correct grading of the technique and all of us practicing together really helps the team approach that we can take with patients so then everybody's on the same page. Yeah, so everyone's giving the Oxford standard of this. That's right. Okay. And the cool part is, you know, seeing so many um, diagnoses and techniques we can talk about that we actually learn techniques in physical therapy to help that, you know, maybe our average listener doesn't realize, you know, if they have a disc issue or if they have a cervical headache or they have pain when they're breathing in and out from a rib issue those are all sort of techniques that we were practicing and and working on this weekend and um, you know we got a lot of great information from Matt Lee and you know it's interesting just a little bit about him Um, he's an adjunct faculty member at UK and so he has so much research and that sometimes is what you know when you're busy and you're working every day you're using techniques but sometimes you don't know is it the latest greatest Mm -hmm. or is there a new technique that's better or what is the research saying about these certain things so it was great to have Matt who's plugged in with the university be able to share hey there was just this recent research study on this technique um, and this is how we utilize it Um, so one of the things we did was some deep neck flexor training exercises which was um, you know, really cool. And, and those muscles are way, way overlooked in a lot of cases. And, you know, patients that have car accidents, patients that have oh, um, like disc issues, patients that have headaches, all can benefit from deep neck flexor training. And we learned some really cool techniques using some lasers that you kind of put onto your head and what? retrain the muscles that way. Yeah, it was really cool. You guys had lasers? That's right. Um, utilizing your head and following the laser to train the neck muscles in different positions. Oh, so not like Terminator lasers. <laughs> no, that would have been even cooler if we were like doing target practice with those <laughs> using our head or something. But no, that was... We were talking about robotics and surgery a little bit ago, and now we're talking about lasers. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's high tech, yeah. I'm telling you. Um, you know, but the majority of the course, and, and Matt's done some fellowship and residency training, so he really went above and beyond learning different techniques that he's able to then teach and pass on. Um, but a lot of those techniques involve both mobilization, which is kind of hands-on manual therapy we've talked with our listeners about, 
um, mm-hmm. but also manipulation. Okay. And so a lot of people don't realize that physical therapists can do manipulation, which is a quick mobilization. So it's an end range, we call high velocity, low, low amplitude. So it's a quick movement. Okay. Um, people would say, quote unquote, like popping your neck. I was going to say, yeah. like kind of what you see chiropractors may do? Yeah. So chiropractors and PTs are both trained in manipulation okay. techniques. Um, PTs use manipulation as as one tool and, you know, may not use it with every single patient. Um, but a lot of what we were learning this week was learning different manipulation techniques, refining those, practicing those, learning what the newest research is saying about those manipulation techniques and how, you know, in certain instances they can be super safe and super beneficial for patients. Right. So, And doing it safely. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. a big one. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it was awesome to see our staff so committed to making sure that, you know, they were really putting in the time to learn the safe techniques and, you know, learn how to apply them and the right patients to apply them to. Yeah. And you mentioned that they were all in groups this time. And I obviously I wasn't there, but like, does one of them act as the patient and they're all working on each other? Yep. So typically in these lab settings, we're in groups of two or three and one person's the patient, one person is the PT and one person might be coaching them. And then you rotate. And it's great because you feel from a patient what it should feel like, what it does feel like, and you can give good feedback Mm -hmm. to the quote-unquote clinician in this point um, and tell them, hey, that didn't feel great, or I think your hand should be over here or be over there. And so it's really a good opportunity to get feedback from someone who knows how it should feel. Right, and this is just not right if they they can definitely tell them. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, You know, one of the benefits, I think – you know, one of the things with COVID we tried to do was keep everybody together. So we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with it and we'd keep everybody in groups and we'd let them name their teams. Uh-oh. Were yeah. there some fun names? Well, we had all sorts of fun names. We had a contest for the top three winners and we gave away prizes. What? For the top three most creative, fun team names. Don't make me jealous of Con Ed. <laughs> yeah. So we did this kind of fun thing at lunch. We had everyone vote via applause. <laughs> and the people who got the loudest applause won. Okay. And it was pretty cool. And then they got prizes. The major award was uh, a pumpkin carving kit, a light for your pumpkin, and some chocolate. Okay. And then the other Call two groups, uh, you can't go wrong with coffee and burritos. Nope, so never. they got coffee gift card and burrito gift cards. That's awesome. So do you remember the names? Well, there were several. Uh, one that comes to mind was the bad acetabulums. Oh. So <laughs> That was pretty fun. Matt, we can't cuss on here. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, acetabulum is the bone in your hip, so yes. it's it's all good. Um, <laughs> Medical puns. Yeah, I know. It was a lot of it was a lot of inside PT jokes. It was very funny for all of us, but I don't know how many people outside would find no. a lot of humor yeah. in the names. But so I've just retracted my jealousy. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get a group together of you know similar background, we all start you know inside jokes like that. So but. a bunch of nerds. Is what I didn't saying. say that. No. <laughs> I didn't say that everybody <laughs> it wasn't me yeah but uh special thanks and shout out to the westchester clinic for yeah. hosting the company this weekend i know that uh several members there worked real hard to help get everything set up with the av screen and uh, as a group we pitched in and helped clean up and put everything together but yeah. um, it was super nice of them to host and uh yeah they've got one time. of the bigger centers that we have that it would hold everybody that yeah, being, to be there. being inside the gym is nice, too, because we have additional facilities with restrooms and whatnot that we can use versus just what would be inside of our normal normal awesome. office. Well, yeah. I don't think I've taken the podcast there, so why don't we meet a couple of the staff? That sounds good. Awesome. Well, I will get them on here. 
Hey everybody, it's Allie, and I am here with our Westchester Center. Everybody say hey. Hey. Dubs. <laughs> I'm super excited to do this podcast with you guys. It is your first time on, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're here to do your center spotlight. Um, I'm going to have you guys go around the table and introduce yourselves. Chris, why don't you start? Okay. Hey, I'm Chris Brander. I'm the manager of the Westchester office. And do you want us to go ahead and just talk about our background a yeah, little bit? Yeah. How too? about you say what your name is and how long you've been with Oxford? So I've been with Oxford for nine years, all said and done. I started as a tech, then moved into a PT role after school, and then I started managing this office at the beginning of the year. And I'm a UC grad. That's Go Bearcats. Amazing. Number two <laughs> in the nation right now. I'm Jill Toby. I'm a PTA, and I work in pelvic floor. I went to Sinclair, and I've been with uh, Oxford for three years. Awesome. Hi, I'm Jill Naroth. <laughs> I'm a PTA, and I work in, in pelvic floor. And I am also a graduate of Sinclair, and I've been with Oxford for three years. Awesome. I am Alyssa Bergai. I am an ortho PT at the Westchester Center. I've been with Oxford for six years. Um, I started here as a student, and I liked it. <laughs> um, so luckily, they hired me, and here I am. <laughs> I'm Barbie Vieira, and I've been working at Oxford for three years. I'm a PTA and athletic trainer and do ortho and industrial rehab very cool i'm margaret gilbert and i'm new i'm new to oxford yes. about three months ago yeah. and i primarily see pelvic floor patients and i am a buckeye graduate go Ooh. ohio state there you go <laughs> hey where's our front desk people at they're front desking, yeah. front desking. <laughs> that's okay so you guys did mention a couple of specialty services that you guys offer, and I did hear pelvic health. That is one of the niche services that we offer here. So I think uh, three of you mentioned that you're in our pelvic health. Is that right? So yes. We are. Awesome. Um, give a little bit about your background in pelvic health, and what are some common specialty treatments that you provide? Um, I have been in pelvic health for about 15 years, and we see people that um, have problems with bowel and bladder control we see people after and before during pregnancy and some related problems with back and spine awesome uh, we also see some pelvic pain issues in regards to intercourse um, and we treat um, pre and post prostatectomy patients as well so you guys see both men and women correct yes awesome and that's not not very common amongst physical therapy, is it? It is not. So you guys really are the mecca for pelvic floor therapy for both men and women here at Westchester. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and you love doing what you do, right? Yes. Awesome. I've been doing pelvic floor for 14 years. So Chris, what makes this center a fun clinic to be in? This clinic is really fun to work at because everybody, everybody gets along with each other really well. Um, I think it's kind of a family environment, and I think we do a really good job when patients come in here making sure that everybody feels welcome when they're here, too. We don't like to let people sit around in the waiting room and feel like they're kind of waiting or like they're a number when they're here. Mm -hmm. So we really try to get to know people as they're in the uh, clinic and just try to learn why you actually want to get better. It's not just fixing your knee or fixing your you know, back or fixing your pelvic floor issue. It's getting you back to normal. And I think we do a really good job of that. I think we kind of go above and beyond to make sure that we know who we're getting better, not just what we're getting better. I can see that. I think it's also having fun while mm -hmm. uh, maybe the process isn't so fun. It, you know, sometimes it's painful, um, but we like to joke around 
a lot uh, <laughs> and have a good time. So I feel like patients um, really enjoy coming here uh, to have a good time while getting better. Yeah, I would say that as well. I came in here to record this podcast with this fun team and it took, a, I would say, a minute to get you guys to settle down so we could start. So that's that's fun. That's average. Yeah. <laughs> that's typical. Well, since Matt couldn't be with us today, I know that he would be so remiss if I didn't mention direct access and the um, access that our patients have to physical therapy when they're here and how it sets us apart as a company as a whole. Do you guys see a lot of, you know, direct access patients? How do people say that they find you? Yeah, we're located inside of an Everybody Fitness Gym, so we actually get quite a few walk-ins from people that just kind of have aches and pains and don't really know what to do. So we offer free walk-ins, or we call them B-visits, mm-hmm. uh, biomechanical evaluations. So the goal of that is to just quickly assess what's going on with people. And oftentimes, if they do end up needing PT or if they need to go to a doctor, we can point them in the right direction. And a lot of times, people come in and they end up needing physical therapy from us. So they can um, kind of get started almost right away as soon as we can get an appointment together for them. Yeah. Um, so we tend to see a lot of direct asset access through that. And I think we have really good... Um, resources in the area too good uh networking networking using word of mouth absolutely (laughs) absolutely we see a lot of friends of former patients and a lot of family of former patients and things like that too awesome so we love seeing direct access with the access that you guys have to the gym do you ever take patients out of the clinic and into the gym and use some of the absolutely yeah we have a great relationship with um everybody fitness and the management team with them and even the personal training staff we've done lunches with them too so we try to make it more of a continuous so we're allowed to use their equipment and they're allowed to bring patient or uh, potential patients or you know clients of theirs that have little aches and pains in for a screen with us and yeah we're it's really nice to be able to take somebody who is athletic or a high school football player and get them doing squats and while they're about, in for their exam what about those who aren't very athletic and don't go visit the gyms often do you guys sit with them and teach them how to use the machine Yeah, we can take them out there and kind of get them into a gym program. A lot of them like to do silver sneakers, possibly, and they have a silver sneakers class here with a great instructor. So kind of getting them out past that, Mm -hmm. and they enjoy that, and then showing them the machines. Some will pick up a membership just because they enjoy the equipment and things like that, and they know we're here so they can bounce ideas off of us. That's awesome. So you don't have to be a gym rat to get the benefits out of using the machines out there? No, not at all. Yeah, that's awesome. And Barbie, you kind of mentioned that you were into the industrial training, industrial rehab, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we did a previous episode with Rocky Croy kind of explaining what both of those means, um, industrial rehab and work conditioning. Yeah, work conditioning. Um, can you kind of elaborate a little bit how you help them in that area? So we with that industrial program, they come in here and they're here anywhere from three to five hours a day for a total body conditioning. They do some work simulation tasks. They do some, they use the equipment out there for cardio and strengthening because we can have that whole relationship and hit every body part being able to use that equipment. And then they also do some injury specific. And the rate that they get better and back to work is much higher because they're, they're seeing the benefits. They're seeing mm-hmm. that they're losing weight. They're seeing that they're less depressed. They're seeing their strength come back and back to what they would say is their normal life. Yeah. And it turns them around. Right. Like 180. It's very cool to see. Would you say that that's one of you guys' favorite part about being a PT, seeing their lives change like that? Yeah, for sure. Easily. Do you guys have any fun stories that you want to share with our audience that 
you maybe have like a favorite patient or a funny story? Um, I feel like I have good stories, but a lot of good stories. But uh, one of the patients that we're seeing right now, it's fun to kind of see his a personal trajectory with us like when he first started he was very quiet Mm -hmm. and very nervous about PT he had a large rotator cuff repair Um, and now he just bursts into the office loves to give Barbie a hard time (laughs) Um, I don't know I feel like he's becoming one of the family it's really fun Um, so we've had a really good time with him um, through his journey here and I think he's having fun as well (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine that he isn't well guys I think we painted a really good picture of the team here at Westchester is there any last things that you want to say anything that you love about your job any words of wisdoms you want to send to your patients any shout outs don't hesitate to come right you want people to not wait on that injury and start coming to physical therapy sooner than later right I feel like I love working here because I love our little bond that we have with the coworkers. We have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that's why it makes coming here for PT fun as well. We have awesome dance moves. <laughs> Duncan, we get Duncan oh, a gosh. lot. We support the community. So we have a lot of fun. The jock jams are on at least 20% of the day. I mean. Oh gosh. Okay, guys. Well, if this doesn't make you want to come see the team at Westchester at Oxford Physical Therapy, then I don't know what does. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast today, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!